and 580 Orlando. I'm Steve Lennox. Yankees and Red Sox tonight at Fenway. Third inning, Red Sox on top, 2-0, thanks to a two-run home run by rookie Rafael Devers, his seventh on the season. Rain continues to fall and is expected to continue throughout the night. Boston started tonight's action four games up on the Yankees in the AL East. John Farrell said prior to tonight's game, David Price is dealing with the same symptoms that landed him on the DL in July. Red Sox skipper did say there's still hope that Price will return before the end of the season. In Detroit, Tigers two in the first inning, but Dodgers, they answer big. Four runs in the second, now leading 4-2 in the third inning. Cardinals in the third in Pittsburgh, up 6-2 on the Pirates. Matt Carpenter, Tommy Pham, Paul DeYoung, all homering for St. Louis. Cardinals today placing Adam Wainwright on the DL with a right elbow impingement. In Chicago today, Jake Arrieta picked up his 13th win on the season. Cubs Knocked off the Blue Jays 7 for Chicago today, placing John Lester on the DL with shoulder fatigue and shoulder and also a lat issue on the left side. The shoulder is said to be structurally sound. Lester said there is no timetable for his return. Falcons first-round pick Tack McKinley will make his preseason debut Sunday against the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Defensive end underwent shoulder surgery back in March. Penn State announcing a new six-year contract for head football coach James Franklin. Friday, Franklin will make over $5.7 million per year. The new deal makes him one of the top five paid coaches in college football. Blake Bortles struggled for Jacksonville, and the starting job is up for grabs. Is there any chance they would sign Colin Kaepernick? Mike and Mike will be talking about it Monday morning, starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Kevin Sutton Show and crew. It's Friday night, and we're feeling great here on ESPN 580 Orlando. And you know how we like to do things. Unfortunately, the man himself, Kevin, is out saving the world. One dad at a time. That's right, doing his boot camp over at Florida Hospital Winter Park. But not to worry, he's with us in spirit. Yes. Always. He's helping babies. And then he's got his own baby with him. So. Oh, okay. Got a good prop. It gives me a little break. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days I'm going to take a nap when he does it because oh. uh, I've been running around. But you know what? The Kevin Sutton Show is proudly sponsored by Cruz and Pascara, PA, personal injury attorneys. That's right. Are you looking for a lawyer? Do you want to see if you have a case? You're just not sure. Well, Cruz and Pascara is happy to do free consultations. And if you end up going with Cruz and Pascara... They don't charge you unless they win a case for you. So that's Cruz and Pascara, PA, downtown offices in Orlando, 407-841-0200. Hey, but you know what? We're going to start this night off right with Dr. Fee. Today is Friday, baby. My words of wisdom for you all is that wise men speak because they have something to say. Fools speak because they have to say something. Wow, that's deep today. Deep. That's deep. And you want to remind our listeners also? Of course. Don't forget to download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, even Google Play Music. You can catch up on all the episodes you may have missed. Just type in Kevin Sutton Show for your iPhone and Google Play users. Just make sure you leave a rating, review, and definitely don't forget to subscribe. Five stars, baby. But we can't forget about 
Meyer with the latest point of view. Hey. Y'all having a good time out there. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's funny because she can't hear anything. So she's like, what are they doing? (laughs) We're having a good time. It's my intro music. (laughs) And also, we've got the guy who just got off the turnpike from Miami. Rich Rogers. What's up, Myra? Yeah, What's we up? just rolled in a town about an hour and a half ago. There you go, man. That's commitment. Talk really? about crazy drivers, South Florida, man. Always wow. 24-7 oh, yeah. in Miami. Hey, did you have a good time? Oh, awesome time, yeah. Nice pictures from the, from the hotel you took oh, in yeah. Miami. Oh, yeah. Really? Great time. But not on the beach. No? No beach. I you. made it there to South Beach, but uh, I didn't walk on the beach. Oh, no sand in your toes. I went for a restaurant and a bar. There you go. Hey, it's normally a better place. But oh, a guy yeah. who's got a smooth haircut now that he's got a lady at home. Just Nick. What? 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 <laughs> you got a haircut? I did. Yeah, yeah. I got a haircut. I, I was almost going to have to do the double look. Remember I came in and I said, Nick the got a haircut? Take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nick, where do you get your haircut at? Do you go to a certain place or? Uh, no, wherever is the nearest place. I'm, I, when I figure I need one, uh, I find the nearest place. Let That's me it. tell you, you need to go to the Dominicans. They will hook you up. They will. Every time. Are you scared to go to the Dominicans? Because he, like, he looks like, eh, yeah. No. All he has to say is, say, you go to nice, nice clean cut white guy like me. Why should I be afraid of anybody, right? I mean, like, no one's going to hurt me. I'm fine. No, not at all. Oh. Well, as long as you're honest, that's all that's important. Yeah, he, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't bring his tiki. No, like, is it, they, I'm sorry. Like, is that the best group of people? Like, I don't actually want to get into this. Who, who cuts hair the best? Like, Dominicans. I would say Dominicans. Dominicans but, do I mean, female. This feels like hair. oddly racist. This feels no, like it's to not. Start. We're five minutes in already. <laughs> this is very deep for. You Friday. should know this. You should know this by now. That's what happens. No, literally, like when I feel like I need a haircut, I drive around, and when I find a place that that cuts hair, I just go there. I I. Just pick a random place. <laughs> like I'm really, we're really not being jerks. Like no, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm honestly asking. I, I did not know that there was really a, a delineation. That I'm, I'm going to go out there and say this. What happens is Dominicans know how to do all kind of hair. Yes, black hair, white hair, Latino hair. Really, I'm not joking. Well, it's because they have all kinds like, of hair. Like uh, this, you know, I did not know. Like when you go to a ca- <laughs> like as a female, when I go to a Caucasian place and get my hair straightened, if it's a Caucasian woman, she doesn't kind of know that my hair is a little bit thicker than Caucasian hair. But as a dude, you can go and get a good cut or you can get a cut, mm-hmm. you know, like they really know what they're doing. And if I've got to get my, like if I go to an African-American salon, they put my hair too greasy because their hair is more coarser. I know it's very complicated, but truly Dominicans are the best. I don't think about it that deeply at all. I walk in, I'm like, hey, my hair's long. Can you make it short? That's, that's literally, that's literally what I do. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're keeping it less. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. I like, yeah. But I, see, you're cool because you can go to hair cuttery. You can yeah, just any see of the places. Any of the places any work for places. you. Yeah. So, uh, Rich, tell us, um, how was Miami? Miami was great. I stayed in downtown Miami. Uh, was this was a treat for yourself? Wednesday night. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a treat. Um, I went down to, to go to the Marlins game, and when I got there, it was like 5. I'm like, I have plenty of time. I look at the tickets, and it was for 155. Oh. So I missed the game, so I'm like, I might as well stay another night and go to the Dolphin game. No way. Which I liked the Dolphins better anyway. Oh, so that man. was a beautiful stadium. So you went to the Dolphin game? Yeah, I went to the Dolphin game. Dolphins versus yeah. the Ravens, How did Jake right? Ravens, uh, he was three for six, 24 yards. Uh, it looked better than I thought. You know, it's going to take him a little while to get used to the new wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Gase, I guess he's played with them before. But other than that, I think it's going to take him a little while. So, I mean, that's the same thing with everyone during preseason. Well, so. tonight we're going to have um, somebody from the Sun Sentinel who's a beat writer for the Miami Dolphins call in and give us their perspective of uh, – the first game. So look forward to talking to them. You know, they're going to have a lot of insights on the players and so forth. So we'll be able to ask a little bit more, which is it's kind of Phil's, Phil's duty. But um, I have nothing new to report but the Orlando Magic. But we're going to be talking Magic tonight. So uh, 
But, you know, I'm going to go ahead and introduce someone who came um, not here from Orlando, very well connected in Central Florida, very well connected with the Orlando Magic, the Miami Dolphins, and so much more. Mr. Mike Dixon. Welcome, Mike, to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, hold on, hold Be on. Be back Sorry. in Orlando. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. Welcome, no. Mike Sticks, into the show. Woo! <laughs> Welcome back to Orlando. Thanks for having me, guys. I, lo- I yeah. love the company. And you had a lot going on, and you just happen to have a step here in Orlando, but we're going to get into what you've got your hands into because right now you're in Vegas. Correct. You know, and, uh, and we're going to get into Mike. Don't worry, but Mike knows pretty much every professional athlete out there. You know, Something he, like that one. <laughs> do you know Katie? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's the question Not Kevin we pose. When the finals took place, were mm-hmm. you with the Golden State Warriors? Are you really, you really oh, doing that again? You're going to put me on the spot. Until the NBA already. season officially You're starts. Right. That's the question. Were you with the Warriors or were you with LeBron? That's, Be okay. careful. Tread lightly. You I'm, don't know I'm, why we're I'm, asking. I'm going to. I was riding with Cleveland. That's it. Because, <sighs> oh, yeah. go ahead. Oh, why, why, why the. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your statement. Okay, well, even though LeBron left Miami. I had an issue with that, but that's that's old news. Mm-hmm. But for the simple fact that he went back home to Cleveland and, you know, Kyrie Irving, now they have yeah, their little the traitor, issues. The traitor Kyrie, yeah. Yeah, but I actually really want to talk about Kyrie later on because I don't like what he's been doing lately. And especially he had these same issues back when he was playing for Duke. Oh, so you go way back. So, mm-hmm. you, so I'm assuming you were with LeBron's team. Well, I, I stay with the Orlando Magic. Or the Miami. What, what, well, what I'm, I support Florida. Basically, at the end of the day, I support all Florida teams. Okay, okay. <laughs> so to finalize, because you know, you, are you a politician? Because you worked well, weaved in and both out sides, of this. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you played both sides. Well. When the game took place, fake news. Were you with <laughs> LeBron or the Warriors? Cleveland. Oh, okay, Cleveland. we're done with that. We're done with this conversation. Uh, ah. <laughs> so and hold on. He got all around. I take it you. You were supporting the Golden State Warriors, right? Now. I'm a big Kevin Durant fan. She was supporting him like Wait, a bra. So you're just like <laughs> Meyer was supporting him like a bra. It, I, that was a, <laughs> a good supporting bra. That At first, my, I was like, like a bro. What? I'm not a bro. <laughs> then I got it. Exactly. That's how. But listen, that reminds me of the. I'm a Peyton Manning fan. I support Peyton Manning, LeBron you like, you James, Papa John. So that's because <laughs> a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm a LeBron fan, so I'll go to whatever team." So how long have you been riding with KD? That's my question to you because... I was with KD when he was with Oklahoma. She met him. I liked him in college, yeah. I met him at the All-Star Games, and he was phenomenal. He was Rookie of the Year that year, and he was phenomenal. He was a great guy, so... And I I love his personality because sometimes he gets a little... awesome. Like... Not at the ESPYs, but outside of the (laughs) (laughs) So, you know what, Mike? We're going to get more into what you do so you can explain to our audience, and they wonder who is Mike Dixon and why is he with the Kevin Sutton show tonight? Ooh. You know? And uh, any other new things in the WWE? I just wonder. Ric Flair might die. I heard that. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're going to get into that a little. We got a lot coming up today. Stay tuned. This is the Kevin Sutton Show with the crew holding it down for Kevin. But No factor fiction this Friday. I got buy or sell this week. Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. Another game. Another game. Hey, <laughs> this is the Kevin Sutton Show. We'll be right back. I'm also going to introduce the Oh, yes. We are back with the Kevin Sutton Show. American Authors right there. A really cool group. I thought yeah. I met them, right? No. Yeah, they were awesome. This is the Kevin well, Sutton Show. What's their name? American Authors. It's going to uh. be the best day of my life. You know that song? Mm-hmm. 
everybody knows it's not a commercial on TV. Uh, I only listen to the African American artists. <laughs> well, American, <laughs> American authors. Let me just tell you how cool they are. We took them to iFly to go skydiving. Faith yeah. and I took them because Kevin was busy. Yeah. And they gave us front row passes to their concert, and we went next that night and then yeah. went backstage. You know and, what they uh, call it when I try to do iFly? What they? Operation Double Drop. You're horrible. You're horrible. Hey, we are back with the Kevin Sutton Show. It's Friday night here on ESPN 580 Orlando. This is Meyer, the ladies' point of view, holding it down with the crew, Phil, Rich, and Nick just has to be here. So I don't know if he, he had an opinion to be here, but <laughs> he's like, I'm, I won't even take it to him. So hopefully he's not listening. I work. I work here. <laughs> <laughs> no, he hangs out with us. So we're back. Mike Dixon, welcome to the show officially. It's great to have you here. And uh, you've actually been involved in sports media for a long time. Yes. When, when would you say you started in sports media? I would say back in uh, 2014, 2013. Okay. And uh, most of your work was with the Orlando Magic. Yes. Orlando Magic and uh, the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. All right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Not much to report there on either one of those teams. <laughs> I, I, I warned you. I told you. Myra's got a love-hate relationship with the Magic. So, Oh, no. Ma- Myra's a Magic hater. Come no. on now. Let's, like, let's all be honest here on this. I'm right? sorry. Like, love what? to hate relationship. Like, 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 Myra is a Magic hater like I'm a wrestling hater. Not okay? in 95. Not in 95, though. It's, 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 pretty, it's, pretty, it's pretty out front. <laughs> very bold. So I where's was, the love for Orlando? My love was back when Shaq, Penny, you know, Nick Anderson, Dennis Scott, those guys were on the team. That's when my love was. See, that's when Orlando and, was at their peak. peak. And, and Phil will remind me that mm-hmm. I uh, showcased my She musicals. was twerking on a show. I was video. not twerking. <laughs> I was she looked, in, I pulled up for it in the break. I, yeah. I, oh, I, I want to see that. No, yeah. I was <laughs> dancing in Shaquille O'Neal's video. Music video. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, that's, that's, that's back when I was in college. Do you want me to slam it? That song? You want me to I'm slam not, We're not no. joking. She was really twerking. I was really not twerking. She was lying. <laughs> I did the shimmy, the back and forth shimmy. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You know? And it was so funny because uh, we did it downtown at a club but during the day. And er, he, the producers were like, we're going to have Shaq fall. And everybody was like, not here. Yeah. <laughs> I stepped way back. Uh, <laughs> but no. anyway, so uh, what got you drawn into all this? And you're going to have to share some of the people you've actually, you know, dealt with in, in these teams. Okay. Well, um, my first interview was ever with uh, John Wall. Uh, oh. They came down to okay. Orlando to play. And um, I was grateful that. My program director at the time he allowed me to cover that Orlando Magic game. Sweet. And um, from there, you know. We, and you just missed the All-Stars game. Yes. Oh, yes. man, that was a sweet All-Star game. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. man. And then did that, like, keep keep going? I mean, tell us some of the people you've actually dealt with and, and interviewed. Okay. Um, well, obviously the entire Orlando Magic team. Right. And, Anyone um, favorite that you, that you like out of there? Any player that you genuinely, like, connected with and was really cool? Victor Oladipo. Really? Yes, Oladipo. He, he Nick, like you a say really he's cool... a nice guy, right? Oladipo. Uh, I, I, yeah. I mean, like he's all right, guy. He's not a he's not a great NBA player. I mean, like, are we talking about his personality? Are we <laughs> yeah. talking oh, about yeah, his play? Right? Like I mean, his like personality. Yeah. Like... I mean, seems like seems like a nice enough guy. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. But if we want to talk big names, we could talk LeBron. We can talk Steph. But have you ever interviewed LeBron or Steph when they were here, well, like playing against the Magic? Yes, I, I probably had an opportunity to shoot like a couple questions because you know. His PR team were just Real very tight. protective. And there's a funny story about that. Um, one of my uh, colleagues back at the old station I worked at, um, they tried to say that he ended up taking a photo. and You're not allowed to take still photos inside the locker room. Oh. So he's like, no, man, yeah. what are you talking about? Uh, it's a still video. Uh, it's a video. And mm-hmm. so his PR was like, hey, he's got, he's got to get out of here. And then it went viral. Um, oh, so anybody um, get fired? No, he didn't get fired. Wow. <laughs> 
Well, now I I don't know about Nick his experience, but Kevin and I have gone you know to the locker room basically where they sit at the tables and whichever reporter can catch their attention yes. gets it um, through the All Stars game and that was an awesome experience because it was all the players from around the country. Yeah, and uh, it was really cool because um, what's the Japanese guy, the tall one, or the Chinese guy? Jeremy Lin. Oh, Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin. He was really you, cool. You said interview. the tall guy. They're all tall. I know, right? <laughs> It was shorty. Like it was a shorty. Who is <laughs> <laughs> the one between the six four and six yeah. six? You know, Jeremy Lin. But that was pretty. That was pretty cool. You know, because you know, we we went with these crazy questions, so we had a lot of attention. We didn't ask the normal. Hey, with your rebound and blah blah. I yeah. think Kevin asked Jeremy Lin, "Have you ever wakeboard before?" Mm. And he was like, "What? What is that?" So it was kind of cool. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. yes. So we also are going to be uh, joined in by Philip. Rossman, is that how you say it? Rossman, uh, correct. Yes, and, he, uh, and um, he co- go ahead, go ahead and introduce him. Yes, this is uh, Philip Rossman. He uh, covers for the Orlando Magic Daily, and he also is the uh, host of the uh, Orlando Lockdown on Magic. And uh, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, Phil. Hey, Philip. Hey, how's it going? How, how are you guys? Welcome to the Kevin Sent Show, Myra, and I got. I, I want to warn you that I'm the only Phil here. So <laughs> you're Philip. <laughs> you're you're, I'm you're, fine. you're number I'm two. Fine being Philip. <laughs> And uh, so you actually cover the Orlando Magic on Locked on Magic, correct? I do. Now, there isn't too much that you can really come what do you, up and well, say. What, what can you lock on the Magic? Yeah, what, what can you tell us right now? Oh, so, so much. You know, just, just you know, sometimes disappointment, sometimes frustration, sometimes what are they doing. Sometimes you get a little bit of joy here and there. But, uh, uh, you know, it's it's. It's definitely a grind. Um, the last the last five years have been have been tricky to, to figure out how to how to how to cover this team for sure. Okay, Phil, you, did you you saw the ESPN projections for the Magic for this coming season was thirty two wins. Do you think that's going to be accurate no. for this year? No. Go ahead, Philip. <laughs> um, you know, I, I I think that that seems about the range the Magic are going to fall on. Fall on. I, I I I I do think the team improved this year. I think that they did a good job adding. Some players to their bench uh to, to bolster their their young starting lineup which you know if you're going to be if you're an optimist you can look and say you know after, after the all-star break they played really well together and the numbers would support you there um but i, I do agree that that i don't think they made a, a humongous leap forward this this off season i think you know there's definitely the potential that they could be a little bit better than we all think but i think if they settled into kind of the mid-30s as far as their win total uh, that would be about the season I would expect, and honestly, would be a pretty good season for for this group. That would be an unbelievable season. That's why it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, you know. Now, yeah, Philip, I'm not. I'm actually a native of Orlando, born and raised here. So I followed the Magic when they started. You know, I was um I was in mm-hmm. high school, and it was awesome to get an NBA team in Orlando. And of course, um, as soon as I went to college, I started at Valencia Community College. Penny Hardaway and uh, Shaq used to take like a class out there. So it was like the awesome time to be in Orlando. And for me, I'm kind of bummed out because we haven't really had that sense. I mean, we've had some decent players come through Orlando. You mean like that sense of pride? That sense of pride, that sense of champion. Well, I since mean, Dwight left, right? Well, yeah, I mean, Dwight to me was a baby when he left. Like a baby acting, not baby like young. You know, so it's hard for me to get behind him because I don't feel like the decisions the Magic are man- making is to make a great team. I think they're just like holding on. What do you think, Phil? You know, I, I I think there's there's something to that. I mean, I, I grew up in Orlando too. You know, I'm 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 a little bit younger than you, younger than you. Uh, so you know, I, I remember those ninety five those those ninety five years too. And you know, when when I look back at it, I think that there's definitely um, an argument to be made that 
the magic got so good so quickly, they kind of spoiled all of us. And, and, and maybe That's not probably necessarily... It. Maybe not necessarily even the fans. I think they spoiled a lot of the, the management that's been there since the early 90s. Um, I think that there is a little bit of an expectation that, you know, it's really easy to build high-quality teams. I mean, this, this five-year stretch the Magic are currently in is the fourth five-year stretch in Magic history. They, it's the longest they've, they've been without going to the playoffs. It's the longest they've been without an All-Star. Uh, and, you know, to, if you take a step back and you think in a 28-year franchise history – that's actually really good. That actually, um, it, you know, the, a franchise that's 28 years old would really like that. And they've had, you know, two, two Hall of Famers who, they, who their franchise can claim. I mean, I think the Magic can fairly claim Shaquille O'Neal and Tracy McGrady, who's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, early next month, as the Magic's Hall of Famers. And so it, Magic history, uh, to me, actually is, is very rich and interesting, but I think uh, one of the, the just one of the issues is the Magic just had so much success so soon, and they've always wanted to kind of relive that high and and, and get back to that. And they, I think we they all never have. really had exactly everyone has, hey. and I, honestly, that's what I think made the 2009 run so special to me. Um, was you know we're all you know all, most a lot all of us were a little bit older and we appreciated it a lot more because it was such it was so much work to get back to that level, and then when it all came crashing down, you know, two three years later. It's, it's been frustrating not to get there, especially since the Magic haven't had the lottery luck that they've had throughout their, their franchise history. So I think the Magic history, definitely, I think Shaq, the way he left, still haunts the franchise. Um, I think they, 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 made a lot, they made a lot of mistakes with Dwight Howard, especially, to avoid making the mistakes they made with Shaq, um, and ended up making a whole bunch of new mistakes, which, you know, that's, you're supposed to learn that way. Uh, but... Uh, it, you know, it's a, it's a franchise. It's, it still seems like it's a franchise that's still trying to trying to grow and, and trying to kind of get out of the shadow of itself. It's, hey, it's, Phil, we actually got to go to break. But when we come back, I need to ask you how how heartbreaking it was when Courtney Lee didn't make that uh, that <laughs> layup at the end of the uh, end of was a game two. I think it was game two. It was yeah. game two. And also, I'm curious to know a guy who's here who knows a lot about the Magic, Mr. Nick. Do you agree with Philip just said about that dream that we had too early? Uh, yeah, I've said that many times that, we'll I, that your, I think I, the fan I'd love base, for you yeah, to explain we'll talk it. About it. You got it. Oh, yes, we are back. It's Friday night here at ESPN 580 Orlando. This is the crew holding it down for Kevin as he's doing the baby thing. Saving the world one dad at a time. But don't worry, we're enjoying ourselves and keeping things moving along. And guys, don't forget, you can leave us a voice message on our website without even dialing a phone number. Just head to KevinSuddenShow.com and on the right side of the screen, click on the speak pipe button. Keep it clean because we will play it on the air. Ask us any questions or just give us a comment. But whatever you do, head to KevinSuddenShow.com. Hey, and we are back on the phone with Philip. And Philip, we only have a few minutes before we have to move on. But uh, I, I asked Nick, our producer, because um, I believe he agrees with a lot of what you've said. Nick. Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I've said many times that I think that the Magic's impatience for what has amounted to be a five-plus-year rebuild. Now, I can see being impatient now, but in being impatient in year three, year four, 
and early in year five there was a little bit unreasonable for a franchise that had not gone more than five years without making the playoffs, right? Like, that's not very long. Ask Minnesota what it's like to miss the playoffs for, what is it, 18 straight years now or something like that? Like, there are kids who are going to graduate from high school at the end of this year who have not seen a Timberwolves playoff berth or something. It's been a minute. So uh, this franchise, they've seen great players. They've seen great games. They've seen two trips to the finals. In the time I've been alive, like I'm 27 years old, this franchise is 28. Uh, it is a little unreasonable to think that at some point in time you ha- the, a franchise would not bottom out because that is the way the NBA works. You're good for a while, and then eventually you're bad. There you go. And, yeah, and the two times... No, sorry. Go ahead. And I was going to say, the two times the Magic did bottom out, they got really lucky. I mean, they went 21-61 and 61 in the 1992 season, won the first overall pick and got Shaquille O'Neal. They went 21-61 and 61 again in 2000 in 2004, got the number one pick and ended up with Dwight Howard. So, I mean, the Magic have had some incredible lottery luck. I mean, you look at a team like the Minnesota Timberwolves. They didn't, they've never had the number one pick in the draft. They, I mean, and they came into the NBA the same year as, as the Magic did. They've never won the, the only time they won the draft lottery was when they, when they got Carl Anthony Towns. Um, they had to trade to get Andrew Wiggins. Uh, Sacramento, you know, they've been, they've been out of the playoffs since the early 2000s. They, They've never won the lottery, and, and they've drafted poorly, too. But uh, the Magic have had a really fortunate franchise history, and, and this is a low point. And I think all of, all of that you just mentioned, that impatience, that uh, to me, it, it's not valuing progress. I mean, I, I don't know how many people I talked with after the team won 35 games in, in 20, uh, 2016, where I said, you know, that was the exact season the Magic needed. Yes, there are some problems. Yes, they need to work and find ways to improve. But they're moving in the right direction. You can't deny that they're not moving in the right direction. And even if you know Scott Skiles had stayed another year, I, I still felt like they were they were moving towards something. It may not have been a championship. And I think some of the NBA culture now is very much about you know championship or bust. You can't be mediocre. Um, I think we're in agreement, and it'll be great to see what the season pans out to. And we're going to have to stay in touch with you, you know? Yeah, we need a, we need a whole Absolutely. show with you, man. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk back <laughs> at the glory years, and then we'll talk about now. Okay, Philip. thank you so much for calling in and taking some time with us, and we hope to stay in touch, especially as the season starts off. No problem. Thanks for having me on. No, guys. thank you so much. Wow, so uh, he, he really had that on point. Yeah. You know, so and, and the, the, I'm one of those. I, like once you win, you don't want to lose. The, be, the, <laughs> the best thing I got from him, he was saying the magic got too good too fast, and then they kind of spoiled. Yeah. So almost like when you warm up a Taco Bell the taco in the microwave, never the there's same. only like a little sweet spot, and then it's disgusting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're gonna talk a little Miami Dolphins, and Rich Rogers is gonna have to chime in here too because he just came back from their, uh, I guess, their, their game against the Ravens. But we have Mr. Omar Kelly on the line, beat writer for the Sunset. Now, welcome, Omar, to the show. First off, you got to stop eating Taco Bell. That's the most disgusting thing <laughs> yeah. ever. They're a sponsor. How a dare sponsor. you? <laughs> uh, yeah. um, the opinions of Omar Kelly are those of him from the Sunset, no, not from the Kevin Sutton Show. We love our Taco Bell. Oh. Omar, welcome to the Kevin Sutton Show. How are you? I'm good. How are you folks doing? Doing great. So one of our uh, one of our crew members here, Rich Rogers, was actually at the game last night, and uh, mm-hmm. were you, I guess uh, you were I there too. My, my apologies. Yes, my <laughs> apologies for how bad the Dolphins played. Oh, oh, wow. So how long have you been covering them um, with the Sun Sentinel? Uh, this is my 11th season. Wow. So uh, I've been here for quite a while. Yeah, I'm passing a decade. I've seen. Uh, the, the the horrible of 2007. I've seen the good of 2008 and 2016, and then I've seen pretty much a decade of mediocrity, which is the norm for Dolphin fans. 
Oh wow, Rich, did you want to? Yeah, in? I'm a I'm a long time, long lifelong uh, Dolphin fan. So I remember the '70s and '80s. I remember you know Duper and Clayton and Marino, and yeah. even before that, Greasy. Living in the good old days. Yeah, that yeah. was a great time. So people like myself were so used to the Dolphins winning, and I was just thinking about that the other day. It's when was the last time they had a long-standing, you know, playoff? Now, Omar. Yeah. 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 I mean, they, real, they, go they ahead, Omar. Been to the playoffs in consecutive years. Yeah, exactly. 2000 and 2001. Yeah. Ooh, wow. That's that is a long stretch. You know, um, we we have we do predictions here on our show, and it, it's based on what we think. It's not on any stats. We don't yeah. base anything on facts. Okay, we just base it on whatever. And was it, it wouldn't la- be talk radio if it involved facts. <laughs> well, I think it was. Was it last year? Or two years? Two years ago? Yeah. Phil here on our show predicted that the the Dolphins would beat the Patriots in Miami on that second game, and we thought he was insane. There was no way, no how, and sure enough. It, the Dolphins pulled that off. and it I, I did that based on a little bit of research. For some reason, the Patriots can't win in Miami. I don't, I don't get it, but it happens. But I got lucky. I got lucky. Any insight on that, Omar? I mean, what, what is keeping the Miami Dolphins from progressing? I mean, we don't see anything better here. Um, the, the new guy they just got out of retirement they've signed on. <laughs> Cutler. Yeah, I mean, Cutler, yeah. yeah. What, what are we seeing here? Are there any expectations? Well, if you're asking me what's wrong with the Dolphins for the last decade plus, I would tell you they haven't had a good quarterback since mm-hmm. Chad Pennington, and, and he only lasted one good year. Um, the constant churning of front office figures and head coaching figures, um, it's led to a lot of collateral loss in terms of things that that's not my pick, that's not my draftee, that's not my free agent signing. And, and while it might be a good player, you still got to get rid of a, a, a Brandon Marshall or a Carlos Dansby or, 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 or a Richie Incognito, for, obviously for Richie. But you know, there, people don't factor in the ton of collateral loss that you've lost, that you've, you've suffered uh, changing head coaches three times. Um, and then, you know, the Dolphins are also in the same division as the best team in probably NFL history in the New England Patriots. And I know Steelers fans will probably be like, how dare you? But um, we are talking about one of the greatest coaches of all time and with the greatest quarterback of all time. And if anybody is willing to debate that, Tom Brady will just lift up up all his rings and tell him to count them. Yeah, I mean, mean, there's no denying that. He's the GOAT, basically. I mean, he's been Yeah, he's the GOAT. You can... You can say whatever you want, and I got into a big stink down here in South Florida uh, a couple years ago when Brady was playing for, you know, his, what, fifth Super Bowl, and I said that Tom Brady has a better and bigger legacy than Dan Marino, which is sacrilegious for you to say down here in Miami, but it was the truth. Uh oh! Uh oh! We've got a face back on on our producer. No, here. no, I'm agreeing with him. He's, oh, okay, that's totally true. Tom, Absolutely, Tom Brady wasn't true. in Bad Boys too, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Dan Marino was. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, Dan Marino's claim to fame now can be he birthed Jim Carrey's career. That's that's yeah, exactly. about the only thing he's got on Tom Brady. And he got kidnapped too. Right and, and he got no play in his restaurant business. So, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. but he did keep his weight off. Okay, guys. Okay. Yeah, that's true. He might be the best Nutrisystem spokesman ever in history of, of the, and he's still keeping it down too. There you go. That's that's a success when you can keep it down. So, and we're not going to see any big changes happening in Miami anytime soon, are we? Uh no. I, I think you know the quarterback just changed. That doesn't get any bigger than that. 
so, you know, the head coach is here. He's a pretty good head coach. He led the team to the playoffs for the first time in, you know, since 2008. And, and then you've got an organization that's building. Uh, they're a young team. They're building. They're trying to create a culture um, that takes some time. Uh, you, you can't have knee-jerk reactions to struggles, and, and I believe that they won't do that anymore. So, you know, it, it's about building and being patient in the process. Hmm. That That's true. And, uh, Rich, what do you think? Because Rich has been a long-time Miami fan. Are you in agreement with Omar? I mean, is, yeah, he, I is he on spot? Yeah, I'm surprised with what they have in South Florida. It's so beautiful to live down there. It's warm, and they got a beautiful stadium. They just The new stadium looks Awesome. You know, first time I've been there since they renovated. But, I mean, it seemed like that would a place for free agents would want to go, you know. South Florida, South yeah. Beach, you know. it's But, like I said, they have a winning tradition that a lot of people don't know about. You know, they, uh, you know, I saw the ring of honor up there and the 17th season and so much tradition, but we haven't seen it for so long. Yeah. Oh, Omar, yeah, people, I gotta... people get used to... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. People get used to... No, I, I, people... People get used to, I mean, we have a very short memory in America right now yeah. where I don't think people remember anything that happened last decade because we're just so focused on this decade. And right now, nobody, you know, I say this to, to Dolphin fans all the time, nobody remembers Dan Marino and nobody cares. And if you do remember Dan Marino, you also remember 8-track takes and, and yeah. cassette recorders because that was the, the era. Nobody even uses a CD anymore. So that, that tells you where we are as a society. So don't sit here and live on your memories of your glory days. Like I, I have this discussion with Dolphin the organization all the time. Stop trotting out your undefeated team. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares about them. Uh, these are guys who are getting retirement checks now. It's about what have you done for me lately in this society? We're in a microwave society, and, and that requires that you need to win, and you need to continue to win, and you need to do it fast. I will tell you, Omar, I can understand that. It's like me holding on to the 90s for the Orlando Magic. We haven't seen a win or anything oh, yeah. great. And so that's how we've got to hold on to when we live in those cities. So <laughs> yeah, you, can't, no. you can't kill us too much because that, that's all. Rich has got his glory days. That's it. Yeah. You know? But, uh, Omar, can you stay with us for a few more minutes? We, we actually have a few more questions we want to ask you before we take off. No problem. All right. This is the Kevin Sutton Show. We're going to be back with Mr. Omar Kelly, Mike Dixon in the studio, sharing some of these greats to talk to us here on the Kevin Sutton Show. We'll be right back. Oh, yes, this is the Kevin Sutton Show. We are back with the crew Friday night as Kevin's out doing the baby thing over at Florida Hospital Winter Park. Hey, and a lot of people always ask us, Hey, how do I support your show? It's real simple. I have to just like, listen, and share. Like our post on social media. Obviously, listen to the show and definitely download our podcast. Over 300. Yeah, well over 300. Well over yeah. 300. Best thing you do is tell a friend, tell your family. Hey, tell the magic since they ain't going to be doing nothing this year. <laughs> listen to the Kevin Sutton Show. There you go. Hey, we also want to thank our sponsors, Cruz and Pascara PA Sox. Remember, <laughs> we got to bring them the Jolly the, the Ranchers. The Jolly Ranchers. That, that's right. And they're going to be back in here with us Monday, next week, I aren't believe, they? Okay, Cruz so. and Pascara PA. Maybe you already have an attorney and you just don't feel that things are going right. Cruz and Pascara does case reviews. That's right. No fees, no signing of contracts. They're going to make sure you're being represented to the fullest extent. And if you want to sign with them, they'll help you switch over. That's Cruz and Pascara. Well, you're not just a client, you're family. Office is downtown Orlando, 407-841-0200. It makes you go meh. Yeah, you got to go meh and take all the red mints. Yes. Okay. Yes. But don't get arrested. 
Okay, there we go. So now that we cleared that up, we're going to connect back with Omar Kelly with the Miami Dolphins, the beat writer with Sun Sentinel. Omar, are you back with us? I am here. Hey, Omar. Okay, so my question to you is that, is this just a Florida thing where a lot of the, the, the fans are just kind of Fairweather fans? Like, you have your diehards, you do, but it's a very, very small percentage. Is it like that in Miami, too, or is it just, or is it a whole Florida thing? Oh, it's it's totally Florida. Or if you think about it, you know, we, we don't have, you know, three, four decades of tradition in sports history. Uh, you know, look how old the Orlando Magic is. When did you get the team? 1998? Yeah. 88, yeah. yeah. So, and think about what your population is. Your population is a lot of people who left where they were, where it was snowing, left their New York. teams to come down there. Cleveland, and, LeBron, and, yeah. And, and, live, and live in Orlando, live in Lakeland. Like, okay, well, those are all transplants. They have no loyalty to you, these college teams. They have no loyalty to the Orlando Magic. They have no loyalty to your soccer team. And it's the same thing down here in South Florida. I mean, well, worse, we're, we don't even have people who are from the United States. You know, we've got people <laughs> from, from South Central America. Oh, my, um, you got, got, fa- you got my family the down there. Hold on, tread lightly, tread lightly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, there are so many soccer fans that, you know, I would say soccer fans outnumber, you know, football fans down here. That's what we can't get. You guys can't get that MLS team all organized down there in Miami. Oh, we don't, we don't want an MLS team. Like, look, don't, let's, let's, we don't, we don't play in the minor league. Uh, That's the minor leagues of soccer. Let's be real about it. And And because you guys are champions in the NBA and NFL, why not, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's. You know, people who are soccer fans, they want the the real Madrid. You know, they want the highest level of soccer. And and that's what we're about down here in South Florida. We want the highest level of stuff. We're not just going to go to a sporting event just because there is a sporting event. We got got bigger and better things to do down here in South Florida, um, as you do in Orlando. Yeah, I mean, you guys have have a great city. It's very diverse. But, uh, but I, I have to agree with you on the sport level. It's it's really – I mean, when does an NBA team in the finals where all the fans walk out and then they turn the game around and win, you know? And you get an yeah, empty, no. empty stadium. So that's how committed your Miami folks are, you know? But uh, we, we are a front-running town. That, that's that's the one thing. Uh, we, we, we take front-running to a new level. <laughs> At least you admit it. Hey, Omar, well, we definitely want to stay in touch with you because uh, we want to know as the season progresses um, – if we see any sparks out there of some things that could happen, you know? So I hope we can yeah. stay in touch with you. No problem. Oh, man. Omar, Mike. we really appreciate you taking the time to give us a call and, and, uh, and explain your – I think we're all in agreement. We're with you. But I want to see something. Yeah. Well, did we get Omar's take on Jay Cutler? I'm like, Omar, where, how do you think Jay is going to do this year? I think he's going to do fine. Um, am I expecting him to take the Dolphins to the playoffs? No. But I think he's going to show you growth and progression and, and show you what, what the potential of the offense is. I, I'm thankful for this season because it gives me an alternative to, to, to Ryan Tannehill. Um, not that I have a problem with Ryan Tannehill, but I've never really had an option in, since 2012. And I want to know if, if another quarterback can run this offense as well as Ryan Tannehill can or if we're just overpaying for an $18 million average quarterback. Mm, that'll be the question. So we'll definitely have to keep up with you then. Thank you so much, Omar. You have a great Miami night, all right? All right. Talk to you um, later. All right. Wow. He's, we, he's we, on point. we got to have both guys on separate days. So yeah. We can have- on an NFL night, well, definitely Omar, and then on an NBA night, Phillip. Yeah. I, you think, know? I think that'll be but pretty But Phillip's great. like a magic cheerleader. I don't know. I don't know if he can take my pessimism on on the line. I, I'm sure I'm sure he's been beat up before verbally about the magic. So I mean, I'm sure he can take it. 
And I'm sure he can let's get it. back to Mike. Mike, you brought some great interviews, some great guys, so much knowledge. But now you. you have actually moved, and you're in Vegas now. Yes. So and tell I, me what's going on in Vegas, because a lot happens in Vegas. Jeez. A lot happens. Well, That's why you leave Vegas, in Vegas. Though, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it there, too. But um, number one, I'll, we got the uh, NHL Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to kick off their inaugural season When he first said Golden Knights, I thought he was talking about UCF. UCF. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you I'm say getting, that here. I'm getting used to it myself, too. I still have to catch myself. I'm like, oh, you know, this is not UCF. Then um, obviously we have the uh, Oakland, Raker, or Oakland Raiders coming in uh, two years. and we getting ready just, for that, huh? I'm excited. And uh, we've ha- we actually been approved to cover all teams in Vegas for our Vegas Sports Daily. So Nice. And we actually uh, have a couple handicappers that's going to be helping us on the back end. Sweet. So, you know, it's going to be focused strictly on sports media and for Vegas Sports Daily. Well, there's a lot of boxing events and things like that that go on in Vegas, too. So you guys get it, you guys get involved in that, too? Yes. Um, actually, just got approved for um, Magna Boxing. And Sweet. Yeah, How so. can Vegas have professional sports teams when Vegas is the betting capital of the world? <laughs> you know, good question. I can answer that for you. Um, some people say they're like crooks, the Nevada government, the, the odds mm-hmm. makers, whatever. But they have... Everything adjusted for the laws. I, I'm sorry, I can't really like t- say it off the top of my head right now. But um, hey, at the end of the day, all I know is you have your Raiders, you have your Knights, and if the organizations didn't approve it, you know they wouldn't be there. Especially with the uh, new USL team that's actually coming to Las Vegas as well, which is um, they like the Las Vegas Lights. Okay. It's, it's just so much going on right now. Well, definitely, it's a party town. You got all your athletes like to come to Vegas. You You're know? covering the fight too, right? Um, not yet. No. I'll be. I should be here in um, Orlando. Well, who, so. who do you, who do you got for that one? Mayweather. Mayweather. Of course. Mayweather. Oh, of course. I mean, hey, we Rich, have the Joker they, or we have Mayweather. You don't know? they? Didn't they? Didn't they prove for smaller gloves? Yes, they, they did, did. Yes. Now that's is he that supposed to, to be though. an advantage for McGregor or something? It's supposed it's, to make you think that McGregor has more of a chance now. Yes. Guys, I'm going to say this. This oh, this here, this reeks. Yourself. This reeks of something fishy. I, I guarantee you, not not guarantee you. I will give you an eighty percent that McGregor will win. You know who's really going to make some money? The PR person behind this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, they're already paid, right? There's all like, this hoopla that's going on. Yeah. I, I just I don't even want to talk about them anymore. And and it's a free match. And mm-hmm. I was mad because I got an email from one of the restaurants we go to, and I'm never going to give them the attention. They're charging ten dollars a head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they got to pay. They got to pay to show it, right? They got to. They got to make up for that somehow, right? Dude, you're gonna go. You're gonna go to Outback. Not and if you got Cody. Outback. <laughs> well, um, it's not Outback. I think. Okay. I think you're gonna have a. I, I think you're gonna have a hard time finding a bar that's not charging a cover to see that, just because they they charge these yeah. bars so much money to show the fight. Yeah. Like that's going to be the big draw. You're gonna see a lot of these places, uh, that that are gonna charge for people to go in. They they have to in order to cover it because it's a ton of money. Yeah. Well, Mike, I hope the next time you're in Orlando, you'll stop in and, and let us know what's going on in Vegas. That'll be pretty exciting because I'm sure things are going to change so much. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I look forward to it. In fact, um, Kevin and I we were talking about, uh, you know, Joining. dropping a few lines every week. So Yeah, definitely. And, and we'll want to know what's going on, on the West Side, especially as sports and the NBA and NFL come back. That'll be better. Hey, this is the Kevin Sun Show. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight, Friday night. We'll be back on Monday. want to thank Dr. Phil, okay. Rich Rogers. Nick, because he has to be here. Me, the ladies' point of view, holding it down. You guys have a great night. Look us up on social media, all under Kevin Sutton Show. Leave a review on iTunes. Great. Have a great night.